I don't, I don't know everybody else, but um, when um, what, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the name of the board that you made? Hand. The hand. That's right, the hand. When Paul hits the hand, five to seven, I still get a shiver down my back. Does anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite exciting, you know. It's kind of, it's some kind of feeling that some some potential, something's going to happen, something, you know, I like it. Even after 30 years, I still feel excited about it. Potential practice. Um, and uh, this, 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 I, I was, it's an article somewhere, maybe it was in Tricycle, called um, the, not now, the, the, the Not Now Mind, The Not Now Mind. Obviously, it doesn't apply to any of us here because we're all here. But the not now mind, you may recognize the not now mind. It's when um, uh, maybe you, 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 know, you, you like to sit in the morning and you, you get up and you're intent to sit and you think maybe I'll have a cup of tea first. And then maybe you think, and then you catch, your eye catches the phone and you think, I'll just check whether there are any messages. Or, or whatever, and suddenly you know you you're caught up in the day, and you feel you haven't got time to sit. You've got too much to do. You've got to get cracking on with life. It's going to run out unless you get started right away on the day. That's kind of not now mind. And uh, or it's six o'clock, and you're at home, and you're thinking sitting tonight. Uh, but you know there's something good on the telly, or I don't feel like going out, or I'm tired, or that's not now mind as well. So. Um, and this is what I wanted to ask you, which I found interesting in the article. M maybe that doesn't apply to you folks. Maybe you're old, maybe you don't, you're not susceptible to not now mind. It's not even about Zen practice, it can be about anything. You know, delaying it, pro procrastinating on the basis that you will do it later rather than now. Um, and this person suggests that the reason that that we give ourselves for having not no mind, not now mind, in this in terms of practice, is that we're either too busy or we're lazy. <coughs> that, that this person writing the article suggests that's the excuses we give to ourselves, that we're either too busy or we're lazy. Okay, I don't know whether that resonates for you, but I'll, I'll read you what he says though. He says, <clears throat> the problem is that for many of us, not, no, not now mind, is a tongue twister, not now mind, is not primarily an issue of logistics or time management, it's an issue of attitude. And while it can masquerade as sloth, sloth or restlessness or busyness, my experience of working with my own mind as well as with others reveals the perfectionism driven by fear and doubt play a much larger, larger role in our resistance to sitting. So he's suggesting that our, our wish that our sitting was perfect um, reveals perfectionism driven by fear and doubt are, play a bigger role in our resistance. Is that right? Yeah. Does that resonate for other people? <coughs> Is that right? Really? Yeah. Gosh, I didn't, I didn't believe it. Yeah, he's saying that our, 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 our wish to experience that we're sitting properly, that it has 
you know, whether it's functioning and it's working for us, the uh, doubts about our ability to sit are more important in us not sitting than laziness and busyness. And that didn't resonate for me. I was just, that's why I wanted to ask you if that was, if that was the case. No. no, not for you. No, but to some folk it is. Yeah. 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 Well, that's interesting, isn't it? That I won't do it right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. I think sometimes it can be a combination of all these different things as yeah. well. There's, you know, they're not exclusive. Yeah, to mix. Yeah. I think laziness is judgmental though. Yeah. That's a judgment, because what does it mean? Can't be asked, I suppose. <laughs> 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 you just have a lot of fun, it takes too much energy to get up and go. Do you think? I don't know. I guess if you thought you were going to do a great job, you might have the motivation. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I agree with him in, 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 in the sense that, and by the way, this is not, I'm not proselytizing about practice, so I'm, 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 I'm kind of interested, just interested. I mean, maybe I should proselytize about practice. I've always not, not wanted to, because it sounds a bit like it might be, you know, if I, there would be great to have a lot of people here, you know, because of my ego, or Andy's ego, or John's ego. But, so I don't, but that isn't the reason. Um, it's just that uh, I don't think it works. <laughs> it's not an effective way of getting you here, me telling you that not being here, you know, is like, you know, judgment. Your, your practice is terrible because you're not here. No. It doesn't work. I mean, if I could find a way to persuade you without kind of emotional blackmail, I would, but I don't know how to do it. I'll look around. I know, but that's what I said. This doesn't apply to the people here, because they're here. <laughs> well, maybe you've made a special effort to be here tonight. You know, maybe normally you are. Like, yeah. But I think it is, it is definitely, uh, not necessarily about the practice, but Whatever it is that we do that we don't do that we think we should do or we'd like to do or we feel would be much feel, we would feel much better if we did it, but we don't. Is about attitude. I don't know whether attitude the right word is about uh, uh, the way we perceive it. Um, you know, I, de- I, I deal with it by ruling out possible. I, I deal with my own resistance by ruling out any alternatives. So, I don't, I, I, if anybody asks me to do something on a Wednesday or Thursday night, I just say no. I don't have to think about it then. I don't have to think about, would I like to do this or would I like to do that? And I'm just saying to somebody else, if it's in the morning, I go out on my bike. If I think about, oh, I won't go out on my bike because it's raining or it's too cold, it's, it's a big decision every morning, you know? And I, I just, I don't have to make the decision and save the energy. So, for me, it works for me if I um, just make a decision, really, I guess. And this, this person suggests um, three ways that we can, um, that we can cultivate a, a now mind rather than a not now mind. And um, <clears throat> he says, decide how much of your time you're able to set aside and put it in your calendar. Treat it as an appointment, I like this. Treat it as an appointment with a cherished friend. And this appointment with your cherished, your ch- cherished friend 
is your own heart and mind. So, make an appointment to be with yourself as a cherished friend. I think that's nice. The other thing he suggests, with respect to his view that sometimes we don't practice because we don't feel you know we're doing it right or we're not or it's not good enough, is to relax. And I'm completely with him on that. There's no need to bring any judgment. In fact, to bring any judgment to a sitting is a mistake. Really, is a mistake. He can't do it wrong. He can't do it badly. Um, there's nobody to judge you except yourself, so why would you do that? Why, why, you know, what, what purpose does that serve? Um, and this final piece of advice, which I really agree with, is it's not about you. He says, when, you know, when we start meditation, it's about ourselves, but finally, um, <clears throat> I'll read what he says. He says it better than I can. We start meditating because we want to show up for our lives in a more meaningful way with less stress and more ease. We understand that in doing so, we are generating a great deal of courage, vulnerability, patience, determination, and love. And we have the confidence that they will benefit the world and the people around us. So he's saying, you're not, you're not, you don't, you don't sit or meditate or practice for yourself. Finally, it's for it's for everyone else. And I really, I think that's really true. I mean, I, um, definitely, the energy that each individual brings adds to the overall energy of being here, being present. It gives us all a sense, I think, of, of greater connectedness. Um, <clears throat> and what I really like about the situation of, uh, of doing Zazen, um, it kind of suits my nature and may suit yours, is that we have this wonderful combination of being both alone, you know, we're on our own, on, on the cushion, it's completely our own space, it's our own little kind of monastery, this little metre square of monastery where we can be and do whatever we like and, and anything can arise and we don't have to judge it, and at the same time we're with other people. Which is a really interesting, I like that, it's a nice mix. It's kind of form and emptiness, you know. And then when we're, when we're with other people, the wonderful thing, uh, well, one good thing is that we don't have to present our credentials. We don't have to do small talk if we don't want to. We can go and sit against a wall and not talk to anyone and it's fine. You know, so we, it's a nice mix. You can be here and be completely as you want. So I hope nobody ever feels like that they've got to uh, mix or, or not mix or, or do anything, you know. I, it's great, isn't it, not to have to present credentials, not to have to play, you know, present a particular face which is appropriate to the situation. And you can be as miserable as hell as you like and it's fine. <laughs> or as boisterous as Tim Steele is and that's fine. <laughs> One night a month. <laughs> I'll tell Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, with that, I just, I, so I've got this other piece here which I really like. So I, 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 I'll read it to you. I really like this. Meditating isn't about nuking thoughts, nuking the thoughts and emotions that arise in our ma- mind stream. It isn't about floating around in a bliss bubble 
And it isn't about shaving our heads and changing our name to Wangmo or living in a cave. <laughs> so what is it about? Remember that the Buddhist take on existence includes both the absolute and relative levels. When we meditate, we relate to both. And that's exactly what I've just described. We're sitting here alone and we're together, so we're relating to both. We relate to absolute wisdom and to relative confusion. And we do it without judgment or politics. This is fun. The basic meditation is a neutral process of acknowledging and letting go. It's the Switzerland of practices. <laughs> <laughs> the Switzerland of practices. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. We're willing to cut, cut through our attachment to thought, but we are not trying to stop the process of thinking, because thoughts are not the problem. So what's the problem if thoughts aren't the problem? What do you think the problem is? Thinking the thoughts are the problem. <laughs> thinking the thoughts are the problem, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are another, but you've got, you, you can't answer this one, Andy. So what is the problem? about thoughts? Buying into them. Yeah, buying into them, yeah. Thoughts are not the problem. Our hopes and fears, attachment and rejection, the tension that the thoughts create and the veils they reinforce are the problem. So it's what you do with the thoughts that's the problem, not the fact that they come up. I mean, has anybody ever experienced for any more than 10 seconds? <coughs> A totally thought-free mind. Usually on the point of a mouse to fall asleep. Pardon? <laughs> on the point of a mouse to fall asleep. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, it's but you know, people worry about thoughts, but you know, one one good thing if you fret about thoughts, you think thoughts shouldn't arise, is meditate on the thoughts. When they come up, just kind of look at them and think. You know, if you, know, you can kind of step outside of them, you know, you're, you're here looking at you, having your thoughts, and you're, you're looking at the thoughts, and you're like, what are they? What's that about? Where do they come from? It's funny, they just kind of dissolve, because they've got no real substance. So, yeah. So I'll ask you one other question. How, how often can you be in that gap between thinking about the past and projecting into the future? It's called the present, that gap. <laughs> <laughs> can you, anybody have a lot of success in being there? Sometimes? I don't, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, I'm not, you, if you agree, I'm not, it's not showing up, I'm just really, I think it's really good for us all to share where we're at, you know, what, what happens for you, what happens for me. If there's an activity. Yeah. So when, when you're present doing something, like when you're kneading a bread or yeah, really course up, you can, you, you're there, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, but from Yeah. They want to feel negative or struggle to remain present. Yeah. 
when I'm feeling good and positive and happy with where I'm at, I find it a lot easier to just to be understand what I'm doing. And sort just of yeah, feeling there. Yeah, yeah. I feel more creative as well when I'm in that. Yeah. Thing. Isn't that interesting? Definitely, I think definitely when we can be in the present, creativity is more likely to arise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's down to the reason, really, because there's some space there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just also while working, but working now with uh, listening to people. Mm. Uh, yeah, or, or that's my aim, no? Yeah, to, to be, be really present for yeah. them, yeah. 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 I find that. Um, Depending on what time of day it is, you know, uh, I can feel the difference about the present because in, in the morning time when my thoughts seem to race more, the afternoon I feel more sleepy and in the evening I feel physically yeah. tired. So I'm, I'm conscious of those three things. Yeah. Uh, but particularly in the morning I find it difficult to be present because it's almost like projection, projections of images. Yeah. Um, but and then when I come away from it, and there's a kind of relief that I don't have to deal with it, you know, it's just sort of, yeah. just let it go. There's a yoga thing about morning and evening, I forgot which way around it is. In the morning the, the flesh is weak but the will is strong. And in the evening it's the other way up, the flesh is strong but the will is weak. So I think that means you, what does that mean to you? <laughs> you can, yeah, the will to sit is good. But the actual sitting feels weak, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. But I'm not sure which way around it is. <laughs> Anybody familiar with that? That yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, certainly early. Cer certainly for me, sitting early in the morning is definitely the best. So the best. The best, yeah. Easiest, most focused. There's a, there's a children's <coughs> picture book called Not Now Bernard. Again. It's called Not Now Bernard. It's a children's picture book. Yeah. And the child keeps trying to get the parents' attention. It's Not Now but Not Now Bernard, Not Now. Oh, yeah. And then Bernard gets eaten by a monster. Does <laughs> 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 It, does that mean? It's a good analogy, isn't it? <laughs> That's what we get. We get eaten by our own monsters. Yeah, we, yeah, we just get wound up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember, my, my grandmother used to say, you know, I'm looking for attention. She used to say, "Just now, just now." Yeah. And I think, well, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> That's one. She, she meant not now. Ah. Oh. Just now. That would mean... It's a good zen thing. Yeah. <laughs> You'd mean later by just... Later, later. yeah. 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 Oh. Confuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some years. Nothing's changed then, Josh. Got a flare. Can you define being present? No. Because there isn't any such thing, really. As soon as you... Pre as soon as you Conscious, you're present. You're not present, are you? <coughs> yes. So then, how do we know? How can you ask the question? I can't. But you did. Pardon? <laughs> but you did. <laughs> <laughs> I give it. <laughs> so, is this mindfulness we're talking about, or is it something else? When we're talking about the present. <coughs> For me. Mindfulness isn't being present. Because mindfulness implies that there's part of you 
that's keeping an eye on yourself, so there's a separation. Yeah. And for me, it's, it's the idea of very separate. It's, it's the idea of don't know mind. Because mm. minute you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it before, but the most the easy way to see it is in sport. When a person's in the zone, you, they're just you know they're just amazing. But you can tell as soon as they think I'm in the zone, they're not anymore. Mm. They start making mistakes. So we can't we can't define it, Marty. I, I don't know how to. Can you only know retrospectively? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards, and you think, oh, that was great. <laughs> How do I get that? How do I get that? Then your footballers would be better if they practice it. Well, there's a great, uh, there's a great tradition within golf for Zen practice. Mm. Yeah. Tiger Woods was a bit Used to, he stopped. Did he? All those girls didn't have time. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thanks.